Hey, it's Mateo Lopez of Two Bay Marketing. On this edition of the Two Bay Marketing Podcast, I'm talking with Sarah Carter from CrossFit Portside. You'll learn about her experience transitioning from being a collegiate level basketball coach to a CrossFit gym owner. You'll also learn how she built her advertising system and how month over month she spends $300 on ads and generates $3,000 in front end sales. So you don't wanna miss this. Make sure to subscribe to Two Bay Radio for more marketing tips and secrets each week. Two Brain Radio is brought to you by Two Brain Business. We make gyms profitable. We're going to bring you the very best tips, tactics, and interviews in the business world each week. To find out how we can help you create your perfect day, book a free call with a mentor at twobrainbusiness.com. This episode is brought to you by Insight Tax. Insight Tax is founded by John Briggs, a CrossFitter, a great big tall guy with a fantastic sense of humor. And John is like a coach for your books. These guys are not just pencil pushing number crunchers. These guys will actually help you get toward your perfect day. If you're a member of our growth stage part of the mentoring program, you're familiar with John's videos on 1099 versus W-2 contractors. See, John used to work for the IRS. He's seen the other side of labor law and he knows exactly where the line is drawn. Don't believe everything you read. But on the tax side, John can actually help you plan to take home more money every year and save more money on taxes because John is a certified profit-first accountant. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I'm a big fan of Mike Michalowicz's Profit First system. And John at Insight Tax and his staff can help you plan backward from profit to get to where you need to go. It's helped members of the Two Brain family buy houses in the first year that they've implemented Profit First. It's helped people save more money, take home more money, and make the business do what it's supposed to do, which is pay you. Hello and welcome to the Two Brain Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Mateo Lopez. I'm one of the digital marketing mentors at Two Brain Business. Thanks for tuning in. This is your weekly dose of digital marketing magic. And in today's episode, we have a very special guest, uh, Sarah Carter, owner of CrossFit Portside. You'll learn about her experience and how month over month she spends around $300 on ads and generates two to $3,000 in front-end sales. So, Sarah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, for those tuning in who don't know you, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and a little bit about your business. Sure. Yeah. If you can't tell by my accent, I'm from the deep south in Gulfport, Mississippi. I am a collegiate basketball coach turned business owner. So when I decided to quit coaching college basketball, I moved home, uh, opened a CrossFit gym, and have now been open about six years. When I did open, I had zero business. I guess business sense, didn't really know um, what to do, where to go, just really ran things like a hobby and, you know, tried my best to work with what I had. And it was all about, you know, CrossFit, CrossFit, CrossFit. And then, um, you know, decided to jump in with Two Brain. And since then, life has really completely changed for me. I've been able to hire full time, get myself out of coaching a lot of classes and more into that CEO role. So yeah, definitely one of the best decisions I've made. Awesome. And so so you're you're a collegiate basketball coach. And then what what made you want to just make the switch? What was the catalyst for that? Like I'm just gonna open a gym now. 
actually got involved um, at Louisiana Tech, where CrossFit Ruston actually is. So fell in love with it there. And I knew that when I was traveling like to Vegas, we had a tournament in Vegas, and I called up a taxi, spent, you know, 40 bucks in a taxi ride, spent another 50 or so at the gym and $40 back. I knew I was, I'd fallen for something new. Um, and it just became my passion. And so I decided, well, um, you know, I hate to say I'm tired of the 18 to 22 year olds, but just the livelihood, you know, dependent on winning basketball games and decided to move home. And, um, then my passion grew and it, changed from really just being like athletic and really seeing people um, do stuff like that to more health and fitness. So like it was more important for me to see people, you know, lose the weight they wanted to lose or do things that they've never done before. So that's where the passion really started changing for me. Wow, that's awesome. And so when you first opened, so you've been open for six years, which is pretty, it's a pretty long time. That's a feat in and of itself. When you first opened, what was that like? Was it just you? Were you by yourself or did you have any other coaches or was it, it was just you running the show? Yeah, it was just me. I was all by myself. I mean, for God, almost two years, you know, I ran every single class, did everything, had, had this free time during the middle of the day. You know, I'd just hang out, go eat, work out. Like I was in incredible shape. <laughs> but yeah, so then, then I, you know, had ended up having to, to hire and I got tired. So there was no process about how to hire. You know, I just hired um, a couple of people that could really help me with like mornings and some late nights. And, and really I had no process as to how I would hire people, which has changed. Like we're, in the process right now of even hiring three more people. So they're going through a much more extensive you know, workshop and internship to say the least. But yeah, I mean, uh, long, long hours um, by myself, just trying to get, you know, people in the door, people in the door was all that I thought I needed to do, but that's not the case. How did you get your first few clients? How did you get people in the door just starting out? Word of mouth, really. When I moved home, I, um, started working with a couple of ladies just kind of at their house before I even had um, a place. And then I really thought because of my background and moving home that people would just flock through my doors. And so I just, you know, Hey, I'm opening and just kind of left it at that. And it, and then people would come try it. And, you know, I'd be here all day long, just hoping that people would, would walk through the doors. So I didn't do any kind of, you know, marketing other than just posting on social media and just trying to get other members to talk about it to their friends and family and stuff like that. And on those magical days where someone did walk in through the door, what was the sales process like back then? Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you want to try this? Great. You know, and they'd try it for a class. And then if they liked it, we'd sign them up. You know, I had no intro, no prep know anything. I mean, it was sign up. Oh, you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you're this, you're that. Oh yeah, we get discounts. You know, it was kind of, I did everything. I don't want to say wrong, but I did everything a little bit backwards. And then, you know, since then I've had to change how I've operated. But yeah, I mean, it was one of those, like I said, you get, I don't know if the word's desperate, but it's more like how many people can just 
come through the door so that my gross revenue can go up. Right. And that's how I, how I thought. And then I had to shift my mindset later, you know, four years down the road. And okay. So four years into the business, is that when you discovered two brain, I guess? Yeah. A year and a half ago to two years. So yeah, I mean, I, I listened to podcasts, you know, I tried to do things that I heard from the podcast, read the books, tried to do things on my own, but it's just like coming to the gym. Right. So that accountability was not there. Like I had some of the tools or I was getting some of the information, but I wasn't, I didn't have somebody on me, you know, really guiding me through the process. Probably about four years, four and a half years in is when I decided, okay, I'm taking the plunge. I'm going with two brain. Nice. And what, yeah, what was that final, like, kind of like the last straw that broke Campbell's back? He's like, all right, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. So I had, I actually had eight total coaches. I believe it was eight. And we just, you know, I was trying to make some shifts, trying to move in a different direction. I just didn't know where to go or what to do. You know, I finally was like, you know what? I, I was actually with a different mentoring program. Stopped doing that. And I was like, you know what? I should have done two brain, like I said, in the back of my mind, but I didn't at the time. So now's the time. Um, so I did it. The money was there. I was able to, you know, really start to put a business in place. Um, yeah, there were tough times because you had to make a lot of, you know, hard decisions. But those hard decisions have led to, you know, a much better business um, in the long run. Awesome. And tell me a little bit about, because I know, well, I guess what was the, what was the first major change you saw once you started going through mentorship? Really one of the biggest things I think for me became, I became, I started to become a better leader. I started to, um, you know, my vision of the business completely changed, which is obviously one of the first things you do um, is really start to define your vision so that now the mentor could help me, you know, move my business into the direction of where I wanted it to go. So really, I think just my leadership became better and my overall drive to make it a business and get away from, oh, you know, I'm okay where I am, you know, as opposed to, okay, how can I hire full time? How can I give people careers under me, you know, and, and really see that evolve has been one of the biggest changes and, and awesome feelings. That's great. That's awesome. And, and how was that process of, I mean, it sounds like you had some people who were on board with the changes and some that were not. So what was that process like of trying to, you know, make sure you have the right people in the right seats in the bus? Yeah, that, that, you know, that probably was, and a lot of people go through it because I think you hire, you hire your friends, you know, yep. at the end of the yep. day. And um, a lot of times they need to just stay your friends, you know? So that, that was probably one of the biggest adjustments is trying to figure out, okay, I've had these people that have been with me a long time, but are they, do they have both feet in the boat or are they wavering on the outside? And I had some that were wavering on the outside. And um, since then, some of them have gone. You know, you have to have a team where everybody is in your boat or on your bus. 
so that you can move the business in the, the right direction. One of the biggest things was delegating. Hey guys, it's Chris Cooper. If you've ever run out of money, you know that it affects every single corner of your life, all of your relationships, your business, even your self-worth. And so when I found a mentor in 2009, I said, I want to share this gift with everyone. Since then, I've been building and refining and improving a mentorship practice that we now call Two Brain Business. We break our mentorship into several stages. The first stage is the incubator, which is a 12-week sprint to get your foundation built, to get you started on retention and employee comp programs and finding the best staff, putting them in the best roles, training them up to be successful, and then recruiting more clients. It's an amazing program and it's the culmination of over a decade of work. It's also the sum of best practices from over 800 gyms around the world. These aren't just my ideas anymore. What we do is track with data what's working for whom and when, and we test new ideas against that data to say, is this actually better? Then when ideas have proven themselves conclusively, then we put it in our incubator or growth or tinker programs. I just wrote Founder, Farmer, Tinker, Thief to define who should be doing what in what stage of entrepreneurship. But no matter where you are, the incubator is your first 12-week sprint to get as far as possible in your business. We're a mentorship practice for one reason. Mentorship is what works. We work with gym owners for one reason, because you have the potential to change the world with us. And I hope you do. So I started delegating tasks and some of the tasks got delegated to the wrong people. And so, you know, and that's fine. That just showed me, you know, where people were and um, where I needed to go next and who I needed to look for in the hiring process. So it was tough, but, you know, it showed the light on a lot of things for me and again, changed me as a CEO or an, as, as a leader so that now start looking maybe outside of, you know, friends, people that are coming in to not just coach, but to help grow your business. Yeah, I think that's totally true too. You hire, yeah, you're, you're going to, when you're at that spot where you just need someone to pick up some hours now, usually you're going to turn to people closest in your vicinity. It's either longtime members who you've developed a friendship with, or it's going to be, yeah, your friends from the outside, people who found CrossFit with you. And I, that, and that, that's tough when you have your friends in the business, especially when you need to make some tough decisions. It, it gets hard to be objective, I think which I think is a lesson all of us, a lot of us have had to learn the hard way. So tell me if you can, we're going to shift gears a little bit about your paid advertising system. So tell me about how you, you it sounds like you taught yourself a little bit how to market. What was that experience like? I really became self-taught. It's one of the things that once I dive into it, I stick to it. So like, it's one thing that I just found a passion for. So I would um, research anything that I could about how to run ads, what's the best platform or method to run them. And so what I would do is, I mean, obviously, it's pretty easy to boost a post. Um, so I started with some stuff like that. And I would spend like 20 bucks, like, that's it, <laughs> cut it off, right. And then I would got into a little bit more paid ads, probably wouldn't spend more than $5 a day, you know, just to kind of get, and then I get, I don't know, 10 leads and I shut it off and it was like, yes, 10 leads. Um, <laughs> so I kind of played that game a little bit, still 
kind of playing or playing around with it, but um, didn't really understand what to do until like probably, I don't know, six months to a year ago where I decided, okay, do brain marketing. Here we go. You know, and then then I dove in a lot further with you guys um, and was able to understand a lot more. But yeah, I wasn't spending a whole lot of money at all on ads. I mean, you still, yeah, and I think you're still seeing great results because you're not, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you spend $300, dollars a month. It's still not a whole lot, but it's, it's, it's great that you're, you're able to, you know, generate, you know, three, three, $3,000 from that spend. It's pretty impressive. So what is your lead, nurture, and follow-up system? So someone opts in, what happens to them for you? Yeah, they immediately get a text. We use Uplaunch. So they immediately get a text. Um, if they don't respond, um, we message them again and we really keep messaging them in, until they respond. I'm about to really dive into the calling because that's one of the things that you guys really talk about and you talked about a lot at the summit too. So changing that up a little bit more because we are getting a lot of leads and they're booking appointments, but I want to get our show rate rate up better. So going to start the calling, call, call, call. And then after three or four calls, if they don't respond, then um, we'll just put them in a long-term nurture. But for right now, our processes, we use Uplaunch a lot. They respond the day before. They get a message that they have to confirm their appointment by saying yes. If they do, then we keep the appointment. If they don't respond, then we just go ahead and cancel it. And I mean, you'll get people that say yes and won't come you know, through the door. But once they do come through the door, then it's our time now to sell them on, you know, a package that's right for them. And so in your words, what is it that you sell and how do you sell it once they come in through that door? This is one thing that's really changed for us. We sell a 90-day fitness transformation package. One is personal training. It's a lot bigger of a package. It's almost 2200 for the three months. And then we sell a 90-day transformation um, CrossFit. And both of those um, are, we have two of those, one's for 12 times a month, one's for unlimited. It's 312 a month or 325 uh, per month. We also include nutrition as well. So they get um, customized nutrition with our nutrition coach, ongoing nutrition, biometrics, um, and they get five personal training sessions at the beginning if you're CrossFit, going into CrossFit. And then we give them two, we don't give them, we put it in the package, but two 30-minute personal training sessions in month two so that there's still that extra accountability. Um, if somebody picks the personal training package, it's nutrition as well um, and 12 personal training sessions each month. Adding those personal trainings and even the group option have you found that's helped with your retention? Oh, yeah. It's been, well, it went from, we went from doing six-week packages to changing it to the 90-day so that we're able to build that relationship and that rapport and having the five sessions early on really gives them that one-on-one as well as we'll go with them to their very first class. So then they've got their coach that's been with them in their first first class. So there's a lot more comfortability, comfortableness there, I guess. But yeah, I mean, we've seen much better retention than even with the six weeks. Because the six weeks, it comes and goes pretty fast. Right. Um, 
so yeah, three months we found that to be a lot better um, retention on our end. That's awesome. That's great. I want to go back to the sale a little bit. So you have these packages laid out, which is great. When they walk in through the door, what happens? Yep. We just greet them, ask them, you know, what can we do for them or how can we help them? Um, and then they, um, you know, get to chat and we try to let them talk as much as possible. Um, a lot of people, it's, I want to lose weight or I want to lose this. You get a little bit deeper. You know, well, why do you want to lose the 20 pounds or why do you want to lose the 30? So you're constantly you know, trying to find the root of why they're, they're in here. Once we do that, then we would develop a little bit of rapport, talk to them about nutrition, ask them, you know, same thing with that. And then um, towards the end, we talk to them about whether they're more comfortable in one-on-one or a group setting. Um, and that's usually, that's the big question because a lot of people kind of, oh, like they came in for group, but really I want to do one-on-one. So that's when we're able to sell them that personal training package. I think there's, two, there's a few things in there that I think are really important. One, you said you let them talk as much as possible, which I think is is really critical, I think. People uh, in sales, they'll struggle because they get, you know, them as a sales rep, they'll get into feature selling and they'll try to talk about their coaches, their certifications that they all have, the fact that they've been around for a long time, their their spaces, their different class offerings, like they have Spark and Bootcamp and CrossFit and Oli and all these things and get into feature selling and trying to explain what CrossFit is. When instead, I think what you just said is, yeah, let the prospect talk as much as possible. You want to the, the, the more in-depth you can get into in that discovery phase, I think the higher chance you're going to have of converting. And then the other thing you said, which I think is really, really important, is just getting to the why, right? The root cause of what got them to come in there that, that day. And understanding that why and teasing that out of them is going to be easier the more you let them talk. So I think that's, that's huge. That's great. Tell me a little bit more about how you've been able to, because you're now doing some work with us. On, on the two brain side of things, you've obviously unlocked some free time for yourself. You know, for people who are looking to delegate, you, you talked about this a little bit before, but yeah, people looking to delegate but are still kind of stuck. They, they can't find the right people. What advice would you have for them? You're always hiring, for one. Um, you know, I, I learned that the hard way, but now we're always hiring so that, you know, we're talking to more people and just trying to find that right fit. And I think what you have to do is, number one, you just have to let it go. Like you have to let some things go and let people um, show you that they can or cannot do it because it's very hard to clone yourself. And you're always going to be the one that says, well, I'll just go do it because I know what to do and I will just get it done a lot faster. Well, if you continue to do that, you're never going to be able to step away. And I think that was a hard thing because when you're in it and you're in the trenches by yourself, like you're just like, forget it. I'm just going to go do it. But you have to hand it over. You have to let people make mistakes. And guess what? Somebody also can probably do it better than you. (laughs) So I think the biggest thing is just to always be hiring and be looking for people um, and talking to people. And if you do that, then you're going to find people that are willing to be in the trenches with you um, and who are willing to take on tasks and do a really good job at it. I think that was really well said. I think something else, too, that was said to me early on in my career was like, 
it's okay to make mistakes because most things are reversible. Almost like anything you could do wrong, like um, like if you're trying to teach someone how to do something in Zen Planner, if you're trying to teach someone how to, you know, clean or fix the barbell, whatever it is, like most of the mistakes you could make are, you know, something we can come back from. It's rare where it, it's something that there's no no going back on this thing. So, and that was really helpful for me in liberating and liberating and empowered me to be able to make make some decisions that I think were able to you know, help move the business forward. So, that's awesome. Well, Sarah, this has been wonderful. Thanks for taking the time. If people want to talk to you more, where can they find you? Yep, they can find me at sarah.carter at twobrainbusiness.com. You can look me up at CrossFit Portside. You know, I'm, I'm available, willing to answer any questions um, and happy to help any, any way that I can. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Two Brain Radio. Make sure to subscribe to receive the most up-to-date episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. To find out how we can help create your perfect day, book a free call with a mentor at twobrainbusiness.com.